Welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Wilson, CEO of the Wilson Group Real Estate Services, and my passion is creating success in people by sharing my experiences in real estate, entrepreneurship, and community involvement. My partner, Heather Wormbrod, and I will be hearing from expert leaders in these spaces and giving you practical advice to help you accelerate your business. So pull up a seat because we are about to have a lot of fun. It's time for you to move up. So who out there today likes to have fun and who out there today wants to make money? Well, could you have fun and make money at the same time? Heather and I always say yes. Yes, so that, that's absolutely. What we try to do every day in the real estate biz, and no day is the same day. And today's guest is going to show you how you can do it in real estate investing. We're super excited about this guest, number one, because this has been in the works for several months to have Mark Hayes join us on the Moving Up podcast. And Mark has written a book that's about to be released called Dip Your Toe into Real Estate Investing. Mark and I have known each other probably for, golly, 17, 18 years. We first became acquainted when you were investing in the nations across Charlotte. So tell us a little bit about yourself and then who you are, what you do, and what you're doing. All right. All right. Thank you for having me. And I first met your dad, who was like, you know, the legend of real estate investing when I first got started about 20 years ago, because what happened was I wanted to get into the business and I start meeting people and talking to people and more than one person said, Hey, you got to go meet Hal Wilson. <laughs> and so when, when someone gives me that advice more than once, yeah. you hear it more than once, you know, you, you got to take action. So I asked your dad to lunch. We went down the road here to a little Sylvan Park restaurant. It's not there anymore. It's not there anymore. <laughs> oh, it was so good. It's yeah. all meat and three. <laughs> yep, yep. And I bought him lunch. We just chatted and came back to the office and talked. And and then I would, you know, run into him at Wren meetings and call him from time to time. Having a mentor like that to get some questions answered on the front end when I didn't know what I was doing, that was tremendous. But you know what I realized I've I've been I've wanted to write a book for a while but I didn't know how to go about doing it. And so um, November 2 years ago I was invited to go to this entrepreneurship class. It was really small. It was in Las Vegas. There was just 12 of us and it was a week long class and when I saw the invitation I just went to my wife I said we've got to make this work. I know we're busy but I really need to go to this and I'm glad I did. So one of the things they talked about was writing a book. They basically explained to start off with an outline. That was one of my first action items that I did after that class was I came back because I've been wanting to write a book about real estate investing. And so I wrote out an outline and then one of the people there at the class actually owns this publishing company. Okay. So I called him. I said, hey, I've got this outline. I want to just ask you some questions. He said, well, send it to me. You know, we might be interested in looking at it. And I was just kind of taken back for a second because it's like, okay, wow. So that kind of began the conversation. What I realized in real estate investing when I first got started, and I think it's still true today, is, of course, there's so many facets of it. And it can be overwhelming for someone that wants to invest in real estate, either just as an additional investment in a, you know, to their stocks and 401ks or IRAs or whatever they're doing. And so they don't really know where to start. 
And I was reflecting back on when I got started, I would go to a seminar and they would talk about one thing in, in real estate investing, for example, rental properties. Then I would buy a course or borrow a course from someone that talked about, you know, creative financing or, you know, uh, rehabs. And so when I would listen to those, I would get excited about that one area and say, okay, I'm going to go do that. Or I would talk to someone like someone who'd been in the business for a while and, you know, they would give me their opinion For example, rentals, you know, one thing a lot of people say, oh, you don't want to buy rentals. You know, you don't want to get those calls in the middle of the night about maintenance issues and all that. People kind of get thrown in different directions depending on what's exposed to them or what other people have experienced, right? So this book is about showing people some simple ways to get into the space. And I don't want to give away, you know, all the tips and tricks in the book. But for example, I have a friend and he allows partners to come in for basically a small investment. And what they're doing is they're refurbishing, you know, some uh, neighborhoods in the Baltimore area. So he's got a partner who's a contractor. He's built some relationships with, with the city. And so people can come in not only just to invest financially for a return, but he'll actually walk alongside them and mentor them and show them the whole process. So that's an easy way to kind of get into it. And you don't even have to be in that area, especially with today with technology. We can do so many things to communicate and, and all that. So, you know, that's one example. And so there's the simple ways And then, you know, kind of the traditional ways that are discussed. The book kind of ends on a real estate quiz. It's designed for just a quick quiz that someone can take. And based on your experiences and interest, it'll give you what type of investor you are. So there'll be one of eight investors that'll kind of label, okay, this is the direction you should take. And so it's kind of a stepping stone to get into real estate investing. It's not really designed for someone necessarily to go into the business full time like I wanted to do when I first started. But again, like I was saying, you know, as an additional investment strategy. So for someone like Heather and I who work with investors as buyers, this would be a good gift to give them as they're starting off to determine, because that's a question we often ask them. It's like, okay, what what's your investment objective? Do you want to buy and sell your paper? Do you want to buy, renovate, resell? Do you want to hold for long term? Do you want to hold for, you know, what's your objective? So is that sort of along the lines of what that quiz? Yeah. And I bet a lot of those people don't really necessarily know because again, what I was saying before, they just haven't been exposed to everything yet. You know, the first two chapters are really just kind of the basics of the different types of real estate investing, the different strategies. And then the neat thing about the book is what's mixed in are some real life stories that have happened as me, an investor, which some of them are crazy. Right. For sure. (laughs) I bet. I bet. It shows, you know, here's a real life situation. And then I've also used some real life people, friends of mine who are doing these type of strategies. You know, they have other jobs, they're doing other things, but they have literally, you know, dipped their toe into real estate and become successful through one of these simple methods. 
So as a company owner, and we have 85 agents here at the Wilson Group, this would be an awesome book to give to my new agents for them to learn even some of the language for the new agents who aren't even exposed to it, who will be working with investors too. Well, I think it helps you start the conversation with someone who's interested. Exactly. And kind of gauge their appetite as to what you think they might be interested in. And if they're not sure, we have a book for you. We have a book for you. That's right. (laughs) That's right. So it's taken two years to write? It took me about one year to draft, you know, setting aside a few hours at a time during my work week (laughs) and family and everything else was definitely the hard part. But once I actually set aside the time and, you know, I would either go to a coffee shop or a library or I kind of, you know, went to different quiet places. I had a few that I would regularly go to. Once I kind of delved into it, it just started flowing, you know, and, and and of course, there's a few times of writer's block and the editing process, something, you know, again, I wasn't really, you know, familiar with. And so it's been good to have that support along that first year of, of drafting and them keeping me accountable. So not knowing anything about writing a book, so you, you do your outline and then you start filling in under different headings, I guess, or chapters, and then you send that to your editor to tell you if you're going in the right direction or they, what happens in that process? I started off with writing the intro and with a couple calls and some guidance, and then we got, you know, did a little back and forth. And then after that, it was just write a chapter, send it, write a chapter, oh, send it. Okay. And so it kind of gave you this accomplishment. You're moving yeah. forward. From that standpoint, after it goes the full draft, the editor comes back with kind of some overall comments. And then I w- went back and had to delve into, I mean, I went and changed chapters, you know, different sections. We moved and rewording. I added some things. Then it goes to a lead editor who really kind of dives in even deeper on the content. That's kind of where we are at this point, where we finished the lead edit, and now we're at the copy edit and the book cover design. Hi, I'm Harry Allen, co-founder and chief relationship officer of Studio Bank. Studio Bank is passionate about what our members create, and we're here to support you through the process. We provide capital and services to build businesses. We offer mortgage and home loan options, whether you're a first-time home buyer or purchasing your fifth home. We work with artists to reach their audiences. We help nonprofits transform our community. And often, the most important work we do is simply empowering individuals to pursue their dreams. We're here because what you create matters. Let's create something together. Visit studiobank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 1761767. So when the lead edit happens, do they change your words or, or just redraft your sentences or they're just looking at it from those eyes versus... Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I'm so clueless on this and I'm fascinated and, and by the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're our first yes. author okay. who's, yeah. who's like going through the process. So it's really interesting to us. Yeah, it, the lead edit will take some sections and reword them or they'll ask me to add some things they'll say you know you need to add a little more description here and that sort of thing and so it was pretty neat to see where they're coming from with putting some other eyes on it and having that publishing expertise I was wanting it to be quicker but I realize 
there is a process to it and and to be a little patient to make it better quality is 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 going to be better in the long run and more professional yeah it's just like this podcast we have a professional editor who edits each episode I mean, if people heard what we sometimes have to <laughs> take out, or we start laughing and can't stop, uh, yeah. and, which sometimes that may not get edited out. Yeah. But it's so, a good editor is so important. Just the icing on the cake. Yeah. Truly. Fresh eyes, fresh mm-hmm. ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think your ETA on delivery is? We're shooting for March at okay. this point. You know, again, the holiday season is busy for publishers because people want to get books out right before Christmas. Originally, I was wanting that myself, and with talking with them a little further, realized that you know the spring is going to be a little better timing-wise, not only for them, but just as a release for this subject. Got it. So book aside, you've been real estate investing for the past 20 years. You've renovated, you've flipped, you've built from scratch. What do you like the best? I've pivoted a few times. So in the last few years, I've actually been doing hard money loans Uh and then more passive real estate. As far as the passive real estate and acquisitions, those are those are my favorite. Flipping can definitely be rewarding to see a finished project, flipping in new spec homes. And I really liked the design part of that and doing different style homes and and seeing the finished product what wore me down over the years was the uh, contractors and codes. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Imagine that. I know. Yeah. I know. I feel like that's a reoccurring theme on the podcast. That's why I'm balding and, and it was, <laughs> it was from those, those years of, of dealing with that. And, and so what had happened was, yeah, when I went to scale my development business, this was six, seven years ago, to go from building like two or four homes to six to 10 homes, it was just more stress. I wasn't really making more money. The money was just going out faster. The margins dropped. And so I just kind of evaluated my business and said, well, why am I doing this? (laughs) And fortunately, you know, because I had been holding on to some rentals over the years and they had appreciated that was what it allowed me to kind of go into the hard money loan business, which was an easy transition because I had been on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. I knew the, the full-time investor role. And so it was very easy for me to evaluate deals and underwrite them. I was very investor friendly too. You know, that, that helped in today's market where we are with interest rates being higher, slowed down on that and been looking more at larger multifamily properties and so like 20 plus units with some partners and looking in some other markets outside of Nashville, since Nashville is very expensive and it's hard to make the numbers work for passive income. So it's fun to uh, look at deals and new opportunities. So that's what I enjoy the most. So are you still doing hard money loans, hard money lending? A little bit, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I mean, we, we still have like a core group of borrowers that I kind of built in that first yep. year or so. They just kind of kept coming back. So yeah, we still have some loans out. We're just being a lot more picky right now. Gotcha. It's funny, after you've been around as long as I have and having Mark Hayes on this podcast, and we've known each other going on 20 years, a client of mine that I've known for 
I helped him and his wife buy their first home probably, I don't know, 25, 26 years ago. And he was an investor and did Rian, did, did all the things. And then he sort of got out of it and did some other directions and does a lot of other things in Florida. And he's wanting to get back into it. So our conversation this morning was about hard money lending. He's like, so who are your contacts in that business? I'm going... I have a few contacts, but I haven't thought about it in a while. So when you said that, I'm going, I'll talk to you offline after this to see (laughs) if there's an opportunity there for this client new, but also understanding that you have your core group and all of that. And for those of you who don't know what hard money lending is, because Mark, we have a lot of new Mm -hmm. realtors who listen to this show. Actually, I'll let you tell our listeners what hard money lending is. It's basically private funds. It's lending that is not through like the Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac government type loans. They're for non-owner occupied loans, just investor type loans only. And they are higher interest and higher points when you compare them to a traditional mortgage or with a bank. Like I said, the easy part is the underwriting and qualifications it's typically just based more on the asset. So it's based on the borrower's credit score and their experience and then the asset. So we're lending up to a certain loan to value based on either the after repaired value or sometimes on the existing value because they've gotten the, such a good deal. Whereas in other traditional lending, if you buy a you know, for example, something for a hundred thousand dollars, let's say the value might be a hundred and thirty thousand. We realize there's there's some equity there, depending on the situation. So other financial institutions will just lend based on that on that purchase price. Yeah. So hard money lending is you don't have to go through the red tape of a bank, a mortgage company. You're dealing primarily with an individual or a company, right, making those loans. And it's an instant foreclosure process, isn't it? Like you, it's not like the announce it three times in the paper. It's like, if you don't pay, you get foreclosed on or the asset gets taken back. I mean, it's a foreclosure process, but. It can be a deed in lieu is is what that would Mm be. But the traditional foreclosure can happen, but it's actually a smoother process than people think in this situation. And out of doing this for what, four years now, I've done one foreclosure out of all the loans I've funded. And it was because the borrower passed away. We've had a few, you know, that are slow, or maybe they take a little longer to pay off, but it's never gotten to a situation. And that's just, again, just knowing your experience. Borrower, probably. Yeah, yeah, the experience of the underwriting on the front end. Are y'all set up as interest only or is it principal and interest payback? Yeah, it's interest only typically a one-year note. Mm -hmm. And we've done some commercial loans. So it's not only for loans for residential, like fix and flips, or people who will fix up a home, rent it out, and then refinance and pay us off. We've done some commercial loans, some larger loans, and we'll bring in other investors as participant lenders on deals like that. So one of the coolest ones that I did that I was involved in was a bridge loan on the land that's going to be the Ritz-Carlton downtown. And so um, it was neat because it was very hush-hush. We couldn't really talk about what it was going to be or, you know, had to kind of keep it quiet. 
when I first got into the hard money lending business, I didn't realize that there would be opportunities in the commercial world in the million plus range. You know, I just thought, oh, that's just too expensive for developers or investors. But it does turn out, you know, when people get good deals and they don't want to deal with, like you said, the red tape of financing or bringing in an equity partner, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a larger percentage than uh, a bridge loan or hard money loan, it can make sense and still be a win-win for everybody. Yeah. Well, we've learned a lot today. We've learned about hard money. We've learned about dipping your toe or dip your toe into real estate investing and that your book is coming out in March. And will that be available through Amazon or yes. regular bookstores too? I don't, I mean, I still go to bookstores because I love bookstores. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the publisher, Indigo River, has a partnership with Simon & Schuster. Okay. After the first of the year, we're going to be working more on the marketing and getting the word out a little more and getting ready for the launch. Great. Online is going to be the easiest for most people mm-hmm. and we'll just take it from there. Awesome. And Mark brought Heather and I a book, the Four Leaders series, Entrepreneurship for Leaders, 10 Success Keys to Elevate You to the Next Level. And it's just thick enough for me to really love to read this. So I cannot wait. About 100 pages. Yeah, my favorite book. (laughs) (laughs) Other than my nonfiction, those are like 1,000 pages. Mark wrote chapter four of this book. I can't wait to dive into this, too. This looks amazing. Yes, absolutely. Anything on leadership series, I really enjoy Mark, thank you for taking the time to yeah. join us today. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and I can't wait to stay in touch. And fun fact, because Nashville is so small, Mark's wife, I think, is somehow related to our office manager, That's Gracie, right. downstairs. Yeah. And so it's like, <laughs> yeah, and I told you her, just never know who's going to walk in the, the office. the guest is going to be? She was like, is this him? She pulled up her <laughs> Facebook. I was like, I haven't met him yet, but you'll see as soon as he walks in. <laughs> sure enough, same Mark. Sure enough. So anyways, he's family. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. And for you listeners out there, thanks as always for joining us today, tuning in. If you have questions or topics you'd like Heather and I to discuss, email us, podcast at wilsongrouprealestate.com, and we'll get you covered. Thanks so much, and have a great day. Call ATA, CPA, and advisors to help you with all of your accounting needs. ATA can help you amplify your business with tax planning, client accounting services, advisory, and assurance services. Contact partner David Hart and the ATA team today at 615-662-2727 or visit atacpa.net to get started. Hey, if you're loving the show, we would be delighted to hear from you. Be sure to go over to your podcast app, scroll down to where it says ratings and reviews, and tell us your thoughts. Your words might just be what the next person needs to tune in and move up in their life. This show is edited by Elizabeth Evans Media. The Wilson Group Property Management Services specializes in managing your properties, including multifamily units and small commercial. We provide two levels of service, full property management, which takes all the stress and hassle off of you, or tenant placement only, where we find the tenant and you, the owner, self-manage. Visit our website today at wilsongrouprealestate.com and click rent to learn more.